Hello and welcome to the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I am your online Agile coach. This podcast is designed to help you understand all things Agile, help you land your dream job, and help you succeed in your role as a Scrum Master. So if you're an aspiring Scrum Master or you're relatively new to the concept of Agile, then this podcast is what you want to be keeping up with. All right, guys, so let's get started. So in today's episode, I want to share tips on how to be an excellent facilitator. Now, as a Scrum Master, you're going to be facilitating many Scrum events and meetings. So it's really important for you to understand how to become an excellent facilitator. Now, when it comes to facilitating, there are certain skill sets that you must possess because it's going to help you do your job effectively. So what I'm going to do in today's episode is I'm going to go through some of those skill sets so that if you don't have them, you can begin to work on them. And if you already possess some of those skill sets, you can improve on those skill sets. Now, one thing you need to learn how to do when it comes to communication is for you to always know how to prepare ahead of time. It's bad habit for you not to prepare ahead of time for any meeting, even if that meeting is daily scrum, right? No matter how small that meeting is, you always have to prepare for it because if you don't prepare for a meeting, then you're never going to get the ultimate outcome out of that meeting. So always make sure that you make advanced preparation to understand what is the purpose of this meeting? What are we trying to accomplish? And what are the things I'm going to need to help me accomplish this goal that has been set for this meeting? So it's very important for you to always prepare for every meeting, whether it's a daily scrum, whether it's a sprint review, whether it's a retrospective, whatever meeting it is, always prepare ahead of time. Now, besides your regular Scrum events, you will also be required to have ad hoc events and meetings from time to time. And so you having this skill set also helps you when you're preparing for those other meetings. So always make sure that when it comes to meetings, you're preparing ahead of time. Now, another skill that you need to work on is having clear communication. Now, when you're facilitating, it's very important for you to communicate clearly to your audience. Then I understand clearly what you're saying and the intent of what you're trying to say. So always make sure that you're communicating really clear. Now, another thing you need to work on is active listening. Always make sure that you are present in every meeting. It's one thing for you to show up. It's another thing for you to keep busy and doing other things. You have to actively listen if you want to be an excellent facilitator, because when you listen to conversations, then you know when to step in, you know when to redirect conversations if it's going off course. If you're not actively listening, then you don't really know what's going on. You don't know how to bring people back on course. You don't know how to keep them focused on the discussion and you're not going to be able to follow through. So make sure that you're actively listening to those conversations so you can know when to step in and help. Now, when it comes to facilitation, you also have to be very skilled at asking the right questions because the questions will help drive the conversations. The questions will help you always bring people back in focus. Your questions will always keep people listening, understanding, and taking action where needed. So it's important for you to know how to ask questions. But you clearly cannot ask questions if you're not listening. And that's why active listening is really important. So that once you're able to listen really well, then you can ask questions that guides the conversation. Now, As a facilitator, something else that you have to be very good in is timekeeping. You have to understand when to tell people to keep things moving and when to spend a bit of time on items, depending on what is being discussed at that time. However, you always have to keep meetings to the time box. So if a meeting is 30 minutes, you have to start wrapping up 
five minutes before the end of that call time. If a meeting's an hour, you have to know how to just manage time. Keep things on time. Always time box an event and make sure that you respect everyone's time. So timekeeping is definitely something that you want to get really good at so that you know how to bring that conversation to an end. Now, something else that you need to also walk on and get really good at is understanding that there's something called psychological safety. And you want to ensure that everyone in that meeting feels safe to have conversations. Everyone feels free to ask questions and everyone feels free to just have these conversations. So make sure that you create that safe space and you can create that in so many ways. You can create that, for example, by ensuring that one person is not talking over the other person. Other people allow that person complete their statement. Other people don't interject while somebody else is speaking. So there are several ways that you can help ensure that people feel safe to speak. They don't feel like their conversations are being overlooked. So it is your responsibility to ensure that everyone feels safe, everyone feels free to speak, and no one feels like they're being left out. Okay. Now, another thing that you want to work on is to ensure that you're creating focus amongst the group. You want us to stay on the topic. There's a reason why we're having this meeting. Every meeting always has an objective and it is your responsibility to keep us focused. So when you notice that people are speaking outside of that scope, you have to step in and bring us back to the focus. This is why we're here. This is what we're trying to accomplish. And this is what we must get out of this meeting. So always make sure that you are ensuring that we're staying focused on the subject and we're staying on track. Also, as a facilitator, you have to ensure that you're not biased in any way. Always be objective, right? Don't take any sides, right? Even if somebody's saying something that you necessarily agree with, don't communicate to the group that you agree with that person because that way you're taking sides. Your job there is to always be unbiased and ensure that everyone's voice is heard. So even though somebody's saying something you don't agree with, don't give anybody language to say, oh no, I don't agree with it. Or even if you're not talking, don't roll your highs, don't give any kind of facial expressions that makes people think that, oh yeah, she also agrees with me because you have to stay objective. You have to stay unbiased. Your job there is to ensure that everyone is able to understand and everyone's able to agree to the objective of that meeting and come out with action items that will help us move forward. So make sure that you stay neutral. It's not your business. It's not your meeting. You're bringing people together. So always maintain that neutrality when necessary, because it is very important for you to do your job really well. Now, something else that you also want to work on is to ensure that you always find ways to create positivity, you know, in the group. For example, when the meeting kicks off, look for how to have some type of icebreaker just to kind of get people, you know, relaxed, to get people welcomed and to kind of get people on a positive note. Because sometimes people might be stressed out. They may be coming from different meetings that they might just be coming to this meeting angry, stressed, hungry, whatever the case might be. But once you are able to throw in an icebreaker on that, the first two minutes, you're able to calm the situation. Everybody kind of stays positive. People are relaxed, nerves are down. And then we can kind of stay focused on our objective for the day. So those are some of the things I want you to really 
work on to help you as you grab this scrum master role. And if you've already started this role, then these are things that I want you to improve on because it will help you really become good. You have to be excellent at facilitating this meetings. Now, something else I'd like to introduce to this conversation is some type of checklist that will kind of help you. So if it's your first time facilitating a meeting, so for example, you just get a scrum master job and now you're supposed to be in a sprint review meeting. You're wondering like, oh shoot, how am I supposed to run this meeting? Understanding the basis of what a sprint review meeting is or what a retrospective meeting is, is one thing. Understanding how to facilitate what you now know is a different thing, right? You understand, oh, retro is a time for us to kind of meet and kind of like talk through how our sprint went, for example, right? That's one thing. But then how do you talk through those things? How do you make, you know, that meeting really interesting where everyone is really involved and you get the best out of the meeting? So one thing I'd like you to do will be to follow this very easy and simple checklist that I'd like to walk you through. So it's your first meeting. So one of the things I'd like you to do will be for you to explain your role. Let everyone understand that, hey, you might interrupt from time to time, depending on the type of meeting that you're in. Let people understand at the beginning of the meeting what the objective of that meeting is. Okay, let them know what we're trying to accomplish, because there's a possibility that some people might not even know why they're there. In organizations, sometimes people get forwarded meetings that they don't know why they're there. And now I'm not really talking about the regular Scrum events, right? Those are reoccurring meetings. Many times your team knows why they're there. Sometimes you might be required to have this ad hoc meetings that somebody else might be forwarded that meeting and this person just shows up and is wondering like, why am I in this meeting? So when you start off that meeting by letting everybody understand what your role is on the Scrum Master and the goal of this meeting is to do X, Y, Z, then you're able to let everyone in that room be on the same page where they understand what we're doing for the next hour, okay? They understand your role. And so when you step in from time to time, they don't feel like you're interrupting the conversation because they know ahead of time that you will be doing certain things like this. So it's very important for you to ensure that you explain your role, let them know that you may interrupt for either time check or to ensure that the conversation is going according to plan. All right. And then more importantly, let them understand the objective of the meeting. Now, like I mentioned earlier, before any meeting, you always want want to plan. So you want to ensure that the plan time is adequate for the content that you guys are trying to review. Adjust the agenda where necessary. It's very pointless for us to just cramp up a meeting with an agenda that we clearly know that we may not get to the very end, okay? So make sure that you plan and the time is sufficient for ad hoc meetings, okay? And ensure that the agenda can fit into that time frame. Also, it's good for you to be familiar with the participants that will be showing up for that meeting. So that way, it's easy for you to kind of have conversations. But in situations where you don't know them, there's really nothing you can do about it. Ensure that you understand the desired outcome of the meeting so that you're able to communicate that really well to the participants when they join. Also, like I mentioned earlier, if a meeting is like an hour, always give room. Don't cramp up the entire agenda to fit that exact hour. Give time. So always schedule, like if it's an hour meeting, plan around ending your meeting in 55 minutes so that there's that extra time in case there's an additional item we need to spend more time on, all that kind of stuff. Because your goal is to ensure that you keep to time and you allow the meeting to end when it's needed to end. 
also ensure that, you know, the people that are supposed to attend get this email, they confirm that they are coming to this meeting. Because sometimes we've been in meetings, especially this one-off meetings, we've been in meetings where maybe an important person who needs to probably contribute to the meeting did not confirm attendance. And so now other people show up, this one person is there and that meeting cannot go forward just because the person in charge of the meeting, the facilitator didn't do due diligence to kind of get confirmation on all the attendees to ensure that this meeting will hold and then we can get things moving forward. So these are some of the things that you really need to be focused on because it will help you really be excellent in your job. And you'll find out that if you're able to run meetings really well, you start getting more exposure to other meetings. And it's something that, you know, many organizations tend to appreciate. So don't stay focused on just the scrum events, okay? You're going to advance in your role. You're going to be an agile coach. Some of you are going to be project managers. Some of you are going to extend beyond just being a scrum master. So learn how to facilitate. It's extremely important, okay? Also, before the meeting day, it's very important for you to always send out an agenda in the invite. Just don't send out an invite where people don't understand why they're meeting, what the purpose of this meeting is, and what we're trying to get out of the meeting. So ensure that you send out an agenda so that people kind of have an idea. And then on the day of the meeting and when the meeting kicks off, then you spend the first couple of minutes to just introduce what the agenda of the meeting is once again, just for people who do not read (laughs) their emails. And so that way you you get to bring people on the same page and everyone understands why they are here and what we're trying to accomplish. So like I also mentioned, always start and end on time. Clearly define the desired outcomes from the meeting. Listen to discussions and reflect areas of agreement that you hear. Okay, it's ensure it's important for you to actively listen. Also provide a packing lot list, okay? So that issues that we cannot resolve, we can put that in the packing lot and then we can look for how to move that conversation along some other time. Ensure that you're keeping discussions on track and balanced amongst all the participants. Monitor the speakers and keep track of the time they're spending. In a meeting where you have like 10 people, you don't want only two people talking all the time. What's up with the other eight people on the call? They're not zombies, right? (laughs) So ensure that as the facilitator, you are interjecting to ensure that, hey, we've not heard you say anything, Inka, would you like to make a contribution to this? What do you think? At least give that opportunity for the person to speak or not speak. Okay. So learn how to engage participants who who haven't spoken up at all, you know, respectfully return discussions to the topic at hand when necessary, because sometimes these conversations can go off track. So ensure that you're helping us stay on track, manage the time. This is important. You have to manage time. One of the complaints we get about meetings is the fact that we spend so much time, a 30 minutes meeting, goes over time, it becomes an hour meeting. That's no reason. We plan for 30 minutes. And that's why it's important for you to understand, is this meeting sufficient for 30 minutes? Could we have made this a 45 minutes meeting? Let's ensure that we're planning adequately, okay? Also, every meeting, always ensure that you review action items, you know, who is going to own this action items? And then at the end of the meeting, you want to follow up on those action items to ensure that we actually do something about the action items that come out of that meeting. 
These are some of the ways for you to ensure that your meetings are really effective. And it's only good facilitators that will follow this workflow to ensure that people have meetings. And that's why sometimes you find out that, oh, you're in a meeting and you really enjoyed your time in that meeting. You didn't feel like you wasted your time. You felt like you were able to understand. You stayed focused and action items were taken where needed. You listened actively and it was really interesting as opposed to other meetings that you may be in and you're like, shoot, I just wasted my time. All right. A lot of time the work falls on the facilitator to make that meeting really interesting. And as a scrum master, because you're going to be facilitating more than half of the time, it's really important for you to learn how to facilitate, learn the skill set needed, improve on the skill set if you already have some of them so that you can really improve yourself overall and you can become an excellent facilitator. Now, today's episode was really sweet and short. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget that you are welcome to send me any topics that you like me to discuss. I will look into it and make sure that I do talk about that. As usual, don't forget to like, don't forget to send a review, or rather don't forget to leave a review. Don't forget to share with your social media groups, your friends, your family, your loved ones, your everything. Please help us, you know, rank higher in the podcast so that way more people are able to you know, listen to this um, episodes and this podcast that we were able to rank even higher. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you so much for always listening. Thank you for those of you who always take that extra time to share and repost on your social media platforms. I see some of you on LinkedIn reposting my videos. Thank you so, so very much. I love every one of you and I wish you all the best as you work towards, you know, doing great work in this agile space. I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your week and bye for now.